welcome to episode 17 of Better Call Paul. no idea how this is going to work because I've never done it before and I have to concentrate on driving so please excuse me for not looking at the camera and um, yeah it's the oh fuck I should have checked the date shouldn't I 22nd of August Thursday and it's been a hell of a week um, regular listeners to the podcast will know um, that last episode was out late um, there was a there still is a family crisis going on uh, I don't want to go into details because, quite frankly, it's none of your fucking business. But um, and also, if I get found out telling secrets on people, they'll be all hell to pay. And I've already paid enough of that already. Family war, basically, uh, ongoing. So um, I'm now on my way into uh, Aberdeen for another Crossfire rehearsal. I think this time without a vocalist because um, we have our first um, big gig as the new lineup in Aberdeen on Saturday. We, we did one in Ellen a couple of weeks ago, but this is our first city gig. I'll hopefully put something up, some video up of that, if, uh, if, if that goes off successfully. Um, there are a couple of things from the last episode that I, that I needed to make reference to and change as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. The YouTube channel. Um, I don't know what the hell Google do. It, I mean, one thing I, I said on the last episode that uh, verbally I said that my YouTube channel was still under the name of what I called it before they started restricting things like having uh, bespoke usernames and stuff like that so well it turns out it's not they've taken that away and it's now something which is shed loads of letters and numbers and stuff so the links in the description if you want to if you want to hang on a minute you'll be watching this no hang on oh for fuck's sake if you're on the podcast, if you're listening to this audio-wise and would like to watch the vlog version, the link to my YouTube channel is in the description. If you're watching me already, just ignore that bit and uh, go back and listen to the other 16 episodes on your favourite podcast platform of choice. Better call Paul, A Musician's Diary. Where was I? Oh yeah. Um, on the YouTube channel, I had said that there'd probably be some fly on the wall stuff. There'll, there'll be different playlists on there. Um, this vlog is one of them. There'll be gig videos as well, but I did say that there might be some, uh, <clears throat> when I say gig videos, I mean like fly on the wall shit, I don't mean. Well, it might be the occasional pre professionally produced one, but in, in the main, it'll be just uh, my phone set on the side or something, or a GoPro or something like that. Oh, Jesus, it's too bright. Any opportunity to pose? Ah, that's better, I can see now. But I had said that I was gonna do a Fly on the Wall rehearsals playlist as well. Um, that's gonna be a bit much, to be honest with you. Nobody's gonna be that interested anyway. I know, see, with the uh, the gig footage as well, I, I, I would imagine it's the sort of thing people will probably sort of just kind of dip in and out of, you know? Nobody's gonna sit there and watch a whole gig. Oh, some people might, if you want to, feel free. Um, we are planning on actually, um, We've got a, a gig at the Blue Lamp in Aberdeen in November, which we are planning on semi-professionally recording. I'm going to take along my multi-track equipment and we'll do a proper um, live sound recording. And also, um, we've got access to at least three GoPro cameras and um, a 
couple of two or three high-def phone video cameras plus there'll be 160 people there uh, at least all of my choir will be there and if I get them to take footage on their phones and send any of it to me I can edit it all together and we'll have a hopefully a decent quality um, something that's about it for now probably speak to you on Saturday if not before thank you for joining me on my all new vlog version of the podcast home from my crossfire rehearsal that was interesting I uh, just thought I'd pop in while I remember I mentioned in the last episode that um, the limit we're gonna be losing our bassist at the end of the year well he's changed his mind and he he's gone and he's gone and had a rethink in other words he's worked out the figures and realized that he can't afford to jack it in until 
at least another year. So that gives us a bit longer. Um, and the other thing, there's a slight change, um, potentially, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really uh, officially kind of decided yet, but um, I said in the last episode that there was a thing called Meat Monsters um, in Ellen. We didn't actually end up getting that because they, they were so popular. It was the first night that they'd actually opened up um, as a takeaway. They, they only did deliveries before that, but they've opened up as a takeaway and that night they sold out of just about everything except pulled pork. So we ended up going to the curry house. Well, I do like pulled pork. But um, I said in that episode that I was a carnivore. And up until now, I kind of have been. Um, but I don't know now because my daughter, one of my daughters, my stepdaughter, my eldest, has been vegan for quite a while. Um, and while I don't follow the same kind of strict sort of ethical morals, if, or whatever you call it, uh, as she does, I, I've been giving it a go the last couple of days and it's, it's been fine. Well, I say I've been giving it a go. I haven't been strictly because I, I had uh, some corn chicken pieces which had some egg in them sort of thing. So, I don't know. I just, there's various different arguments for it. None of which really are sufficient on their own to persuade me to stop eating meat or, or eating dairy products. But when you put them all together, I suppose, um, it's difficult because you've got conflicting viewpoints being put out there in the media. Um, from, from a sort of animal cruelty standpoint, obviously, I don't, I don't necessarily think that farming animals is uh, is a bad thing. It should, I, I do think it should be done as, as kindly as possible. But the environment side of it, um, I mean, there are there are opposing arguments about that, but there's certainly nothing to suggest that veganism causes more greenhouse gas emissions or whatever than farming animals. So at the very least, it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's not going to make things worse. And uh, according to the United Nations now, it, it will be making it better. Uh, that people need to cut down on, on red meat. I mean, that's the other thing is the health thing, regardless of what you're you know, your overall diet is uh, most Westerners need to reduce the amount of red meat that they eat, um, at the very least. But the thing that swayed me in the end was, because I mean, I don't disagree with any of the ethical arguments or standpoints, but the thing that swayed me in the end was uh, a family member who, who was who's staunchly against veganism, saying in, in an argument against it that they couldn't go vegan because one of their relatives would be out of a job because they're a, a dairy farmer, I think, or a meat farmer of some kind. I don't know, pig farmer, maybe something, something animal-y. And that just that just made me think straight away. Well, hang on a minute. I mean, obviously, there's marketing on both sides. There's going to be there's going to be vegan marketing. There's going to be meat marketing. At the end of the day, you can look at the sources where the information is coming from, and you can make your own mind up based on what you think. I mean, you know, nine times out of ten, the arguments against veganism are, are sourced from sort of farming type places and even though some of the places that argue for veganism are kind of sciencey in the name you don't know you know today's world you don't know which way you're being swayed for what reason but one thing I do know is that I've been part of an industry which I've lost my job from um, because the industry progressed. I used to be a cinema projectionist and I had a choice. 
um, I either adapted or I had to go. So basically, I could I could have gone into management or I had to leave, and I chose to leave. And, and I'm glad I did because what I'm doing now is, you know, I much prefer it. But my point is, nobody in this world is not swayed by marketing. Whatever you think, however independently minded you think you are, however much free will you think you've got, you are influenced by the information which is thrown at you left, right and centre every day. And it made me realise, well, if I don't disagree with any of these arguments, environmental, the health, the animal cruelty, the, uh, I can't, can't remember anything else, but I, mean, I don't disagree with any of them. So why, why am I, why am I choosing one argument over the other? And it made me realize that because I've grown up in a world where the meat industry has had a major voice. And so I thought, well, you know, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to get preachy or like, you know, be kind of religiously vegan and you know, be over the top about it. But I just thought I'm going to give it a go and uh, basically just make my own mind up, um, be aware of what choice, because I'm going back to the gym now. So, you know, I'm making, I'm making choices about the, the food that I eat without just, I'm thinking with my head um, instead of my stomach. And basically I'm just going to have a hierarchy of food and see how it goes, you know? If there's a vegan option, I'll, uh, I'll choose that. If not, if there's a vegetarian option, I'll choose that. If there isn't that, if there's a pescatarian option, I'll choose that, which is fish. If there's not that, if, there, um, if there's a poultry option, I'll choose that. And if the only thing that's on offer is steak, then I'll choose that. But at the end of the day, most of the time, you can get something and uh, you know that's gonna make a difference. So anyway, nearly home. So, uh, corn a fuck off now. I'm going to eat some corn. <laughs> Bye. It's Saturday the 24th. I've got a fairly full day today. I've just, um, just finished doing a half hour spot with my uh, One Voice singers at Celebrate Aberdeen um, in the shopping center. On Accord Center, um, it went really well. It's really atmospheric. There's a lot of noise going on, so it's uh, you can get away with a lot, and it's an ideal first concert for getting some confidence into the group. And now um, Nienna's uh, currently at her theatre group, so I've got about hmm, an hour and a quarter now to go and get changed, uh, which you're probably doing as the toilets, and then I need to try to um, write a bit better keyboard part for one of the songs that we're going to do later on at the Crossfire gig in Aberdeen um, before we go to the cinema to see scary something or other scary tell scary stories something or other I don't know you know the one um, it's a really hot day though so doing laptop work in the car I just left off the windows open um, yeah one of those days that you kind of leave home at midday and I'll be home again about one in the morning but I'm looking forward to this evening's gig early steez now <laughs> yeah sorry here's, here's a bit of the um, 
Elton John medley, just the, the last section. Um, enjoy.
transformation achieved. Thank you, Asda. I feel like Jekyll and I sometimes. Going from uh, ladies' choir pianist to classic rocker this evening. Such a beautiful day. Which is, uh, which reminds me of a Levelless song. That was a good album. Leveling the land. Where are we? August. You know, I've got, I've got to enjoy this weather while it lasts because it's going to be fucking cold and windy and wet for months on end and dark most of the time. Before long. So, uh, yeah, family feud's still going on. But what can you do? My immediate family race. Suzanne's just been amazing recently. Not that she wasn't before, but you know, just on a, in a really good mood, really. Uh, plans have been kind of finalised for uh, a bit of a cheap holiday. Going to Haven in, um, oh, when is it, beginning of April, with about 20 other people, all really old friends of mine. Uh, my mum, Nienna and Theo are coming too. Suzanne, probably not, because it's just a week in a caravan with her pain conditions, just not um, not nice for her. So, so she'll get a week, a week's peace. Relatively speaking, but uh, yeah, the, the Prague crowd that Nina and Theo are now really good friends with. I expect there'll be much merriment, um, but that's all we can afford this year. Getting really jealous at the moment of the uh, the after dark crowd that are planning for Halloween Horror Nights. Well, jealous in a nice way. I don't resent it because. You know, sounds like it's going to be fucking ace. I expect lots and lots of uh, lots and lots of news as it happens and stuff from from uh, from Universal Orlando. Oh yeah, I forgot to say as well. I think because uh, I was announcing that this was going video, baby, at the end of the last episode. I forgot to say it's staying audio as well. So yeah, podcast or vlog, take your pick, mix and match. Follow both, like, subscribe, do all the things, you know. Beautiful, beautiful day. Really nice place to live as well. A lot of people think it's kind of grey and, you know, it does get cold and that, but what else have I got to say? Not a lot, really. Oh, yeah. Watched the, uh, getting back into my classical roots a little bit, watched the inaugural concert of the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra's new season. There's a, an app, if, you, if you're interested at all in that sort of thing, um, called the Digital Concert Hall. They live stream all of their concerts. Um, they got a new conductor, and it was uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it, and, and Theo really enjoyed it as well. And my, my granddaughter came in pretending to try to be a conductor. I think we need a few more women in conducting. But yeah, it is a subscription thing, but sometimes they do like the old free concert. Um, Second half of the concert last night was um, Beethoven's Ninth, the Ode to Joy, European anthem, very relevant at the moment. Um, but they're doing that. Uh, this this was at their sort of uh, resident concert hall, the Philharmonie in Berlin, um, best symphony orchestra in the world, classical wise, 
um, arguably. And they're doing just that, just, just the symphony this evening as a free live stream. So if, if you are interested, but you're not particularly wanting to sort of subscribe to that sort of thing, uh, like, like I do, there are free live streams as well. Um, and they're performing Beethoven's Ninth as an open air concert at the Brandenburg Gate, which is, uh, I'm sure gonna be very moving. Very political piece. Symphonies are. It was a. There was a, a really good. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. But there was a series on the BBC a while ago. Uh, it might have been two episodes, maybe four. Uh, and it might have just been called the Symphony, or it might have been the history of the Symphony. But it was basically looking right back to the first symphonies uh, written by kind of Haydn, and right up to sort of present day, and and looking at the political background and it's fascinating stuff you know anyway as I said I'm about to go and uh, sit in the car for uh, about three quarters of an hour now I've got left to try and get the keyboard part written for, for just got paid so if I manage that I might uh, I might make that the next clip you hear so enjoy enjoy this clip from our gig this evening the Rusty Nail in Aberdeen, Crossfire. It's easy talk, heard of them? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Well done. <laughs>
Oh, well, that's uh, that's me all packed up. Uh, apologies to the uh, video viewers. It's dark, it's in the car stuff. Uh, it's, I'm knackered, Jesus. 10 to 1 in the morning. Um, you've probably just seen a crossfire clip. Uh, I'm drenched. And I've put my back out a little bit on the way in with all the gear as well. Um, so the singer's wife had some co... So something, co-didromol I think with her, so I had one of them and a couple of long-lasting ibuprofens um, to get me through the gig and managed to get all the gear loaded out alright, I mean I had that pained face that you get on when you're like playing heavy metal music, although it wasn't really that heavy but um, you know that kind of passionate face but it was actually pain uh, so I'm thinking it's probably going to be when I get home and try and get out of the car because keeping it moving has not been too bad but uh, it's when you sat for a while and then trying to get up in the morning hopefully if I rest it adequately I'll be able to get back to the gym on Monday because I don't want to be fucking it up this soon anyway I'm gonna I'm gonna go and um, enjoy the journey home and uh, though really good gig um, I mean it was second full-length gig uh, that we've done you know just a crossfire gig and it's it's, it's, really, it's I'm really enjoying it um, when I played with them before because they had two guitarists um, there wasn't that much room for experimentation for like jamming and improvising because um, you know with six of us you kind of have to pretty much stick to well it, it's a more it's a more rock feel now uh, the guitarist that, that plays with us Nev he's, he's more of a heavy heavy blues rock guitarist um, it's just it's just fun it's, it's, it's not brilliant money it's okay but it's for the uh, it's for the fun why am I still working Another beautiful summer's day. It's the evening of August bank holiday. Although I'm not sure if it is a bank holiday up here. Scotland gets different ones. Uh, it seems like the Scottish bank branches seem to take the English bank holidays and the Scottish ones off. Um, but that doesn't really matter an inch because our bank is now only open one day a week, which is a Thursday. The joys of living in the countryside. Oh, there is another bank, but that comes around as a van once a week as well. Parks in the leisure centre car park. Um, the joys. Yeah, excuse me while I concentrate on driving and not dying. So, beautiful weather, 26th of August. Just on my way to the restart after the summer break of Aurora Choir up at Hudley. Um, this is my more challenging piano thing. I feel like um, I've been saying there's family feuds going on. I, love, I, I, don't, I don't really want to go into too much detail, but I feel like I need to 
at least um, bring up a little bit of the uh, situation simply because I, you can probably tell that I'm down a little bit at the moment it's just kind of stress and tiredness and stuff it's just uh, tomorrow uh, I mean it, it all blew up um, last weekend um, it's often there's often some kind of acrimonious kind of atmosphere um, over at the uh, in-laws um, it's difficult to talk about without saying too much I'm not going to be throwing any accusations around or judgments or anything on here it's uh, it's just you know with my background I'm quite sensitive to that sort of thing with my upbringing and that so um, yeah to, so to cut a long story short tomorrow we kind of almost been summoned for a chat um, um, suffice to say I'm, I'm thinking it's probably best if it's done in a public place um, just to kind of safeguard the situation a little bit try and keep the keep it from kicking off again uh, anyway that's all background stuff this is a musician's diary not a it, it, it just helps I think if you know a little bit of the background if I'm up and down a little bit at the moment is you know this is why there's there's there's, uh, there's shit going on which is not to do with my musical life but um, we'll just have to wait and see how it, how it works itself out it's not, not in a good place at the moment but uh, I, I mean to be honest though my immediate family everything's brilliant Stuffed. You know, having having just decided to kind of experiment with the vegan lifestyle, I'm suddenly finding myself interested in an awful lot of food that I wouldn't have considered before, and eating it. <sighs> and I'm stuffed. Thing is, as well, because it's a lot easier to digest a lot of it. I can find myself ready to eat again a couple of hours later, like a, a full-on meal. So, um, but in some senses, it's. <laughs> I'm sure that'll settle down, but uh, some really nice stuff. Anyway, I'm going to go now because I've got about a quarter of an hour drive over the beautiful glens of Foudland between Inch and Huntley, um, and it's glorious sunshine. So I'm going to roll the windows down, blast out some probably classic metal, and enjoy the evening. Um, I, I, won't, I won't give you any... In fact, I'm probably going to say goodbye now until maybe Friday when I've got a limit gig um, because really there's nothing that much interesting happening. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick quick update on choir. I don't know what we're going to be doing music-wise tonight so I am looking forward to it. It's always great to get back to, to being behind the piano. and. Tomorrow night is another choir rehearsal with my choir, um, the primarily ladies choir over at Aberdeen. I'll be starting a new ABBA medley with them and um, continuing to work on the Elton John medley and Bohemian Rhapsody. Working towards our charity gig in November, which no doubt you'll see some footage of when we get to that point, but there's no point um, 
there's no point giving you any clips or anything from rehearsals there because it's just the same from week to week really so um, yeah I'm trying to remember where my limit gig is on Friday the wedding oh yeah West Hill which is just outside Aberdeen that's a, that's a nice little venue to play it's easy to get in and out and nice little room so yeah hopefully this weather will hold out ready for now. See you later in the week. Friday 30th of August, 20 past 6, on my way out to play at a wedding. Knackered because it's <laughs> the end of the first week of uh, kids being back at school and college so I've been up early every morning and uh, not used to going to bed at a reasonable time still. I won't be tonight either. Fortunately for me, Theo's Music Centre has been cancelled in the morning because the new coach company uh, have a shortage of transport for picking up pupils. So that's a good start for the year. Um, I'm too knackered to really say much. I'd Nothing much happening at the moment apart from the usual stuff. I'm kind of ticking over, um, but enough to uh, just keep the money coming in. You know, I've got I've got choirs on Monday, Tuesday as usual. I had Crossfire last week. I've got the limit this week for a wedding. Similar kind of two weeks coming up. You know, it's just the so 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 a lot of my comments and stuff are probably just going to be on general thoughts. So I don't know. I'll probably I will finish this episode off with some kind of clip, whether or not that'll be live video from this fortnight, or I do have an old promo video that I found on one of my defunct YouTube channels that I did of uh, a piano piece um, that I did for uh, for production music thing. Um, so I might stick that on. Yeah, piano celebration. But in the meantime, uh, I'm gonna have a whinge about. Um, the state of the fucking country at the moment. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. I I can't wait to see the back of the stories. Whatever your political opinions are, they've fucked us over big time. Um, yeah, that's all I to say really. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this whole Brexit thing's already had a major negative impact on musicians. Um, Contracts have fallen drastically. The whole issue of going abroad to play is uh, is going to come a hell of a lot more expensive. On average, musicians that play in Europe are going to be about a thousand pound worse off. Well, not worse off. They're going to have to shell out about a thousand pound for all the extra bureaucracy that's going to be involved. So contracts aren't getting renewed because it's cheaper to hire within the continent. And it hasn't even happened yet, so thanks a fucking bunch. Although, to be honest, it doesn't really affect me, but, you know, my colleagues who are lucky enough to get work in uh, in other countries of Europe are, have my sympathy. But, uh, with any luck, Scotland will be leaving the UK at some point. If there is a UK. Finishing on a bit of a downer, isn't it? I'll tell you what, that's it. That's it for now. Gonna have my coffee. You guys can listen to a fitting tribute.
um, or no, an antidote. You you guys can listen to an antidote um, in the form of in the form of piano celebration. See you next time. Network.